What is good, everyone? This is episode three. Just kidding. This is episode 17. Season three. And we're going to talk about archaeometry. I've spoken about this before, but many of you don't know at all what it is. And if any of you do know what I'm talking about, well, you're very rare to have known even what archaeometry is. Now, I'm going to give you a brief as to what it looks like here. So that way you have an understanding what I'm talking about. Now, this individual's name is Bill Schnobelin. And I'm going to give you this brief here. It says, A very advanced branch of black magic and voodoo, which involves cultivating the ability to enter into alternate universes, and then you go into these universes... And you try and energize the universe, become the god of that universe, and then draw power from that universe back into your own universe, such as the current one that we're in. This started out basically as part of the worship of the star god Cirrus, which is known as, in Egypt, as Set which is the Egyptian version of the devil. The idea is that because there was a black dwarf star of Cirrus next to the white star Cirrus, it became known as Cirrus A and Cirrus B. Ancient magicians realized that they could use that black star as a gateway into an alternate universe, and so that's how they discovered universe B. Then, later on, there was universe C, D, E, and so on and so forth. The person who comes back invariably seems to have amped up their power by a whole order of magnitude. It's believed by these people that this is a very easy way of becoming a living god. The fact of the matter is that you're doing it by demonic power, and if indeed you're entering other universes... Those are universes populated by extremely evil beings and extremely wise, cruel beings. Now, this research on this individual also was where I came across it in the book Kingdom, Government, and the Promise of Sheep Nations, Chapter 14, The Mystery of Iniquity, pages 141 to 143. That's what this section was talking about. But in that book... That talks about that section, what Bill Schnobelin talks about. You can't find archaeometry just on the web. You can't. You literally cannot find any sources whatsoever on that subject. And that's because this is what celebrities, politicians, business owners, scientists, so forth... You name it. That's what they do. 
And of course, they're not going to reveal this information to the public because <laughs> then they're just losing power. And of course, when you use demonic power, it's all about oneself and destroying others in the process. Killing them if you have to. Stealing from them is a must. But that's not what we're here for. We're here, of course, how the enemy thinks and how they act. So that way we know how to counter their effect. But we're going to go ahead, take a pause. We'll come right back, jump back into it, and talk about more in depth into archaeometry. So stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everyone. I do appreciate you all staying tuned into this awesome content. And if you're on the Anchor app, I love that you're using that app to help financially support this podcast. And if you're on another app like Apple or Google or Spotify, you're helping support financially human trafficking. Just putting that out there. So that's going to be on you for doing that. Because you do all have the ability to listen into my podcast for free on your computer, on your tablet, on your phone. You can either listen to it on the website, Anchor, or you can download the app for free on your phone or tablet. Listen it there. But let's get back into archaeometry. Well, with archaeometry, why would they use this in the first place? What's the point of it? Well, as we've all, in one form or another, have watched on TV, movies, or video games, or read in comics, or books, or played board games, whatever it may be, there's always some sort of alternate universe in these science fiction or fictional settings. By the way, there's no such thing as science fiction or fiction. <laughs> it's just to show that, oh, this stuff doesn't exist, but it's fun to think about. Yeah, no. <laughs> So, we do have alternate universes. That's why we have multiple choices to choose from every day on everything. We can go down one path, or we could go down another path, or we could go back a different path, or up 
upwards to that path, whatever the path is. For example, let's say you have some food in front of you. Let's say it's just some good food, you know, just basic food. Let's just say it's spaghetti. You could take it and you could eat it with a fork. You could take it, you could eat it with a spoon. You could take it and eat it with a knife. You could take it and eat it with your hands. You could take it and throw it. That is the whole point of the different choices that we have, is that we have different things we can utilize that will help us or hurt us or just neither help or hurt. Just it's just fun or it's stupid. <laughs> There's other choices, of course, but that I went to give as an example. There are alternate universes. So whatever choice you make currently, all the other choices are made in those alternate universes by your other selves. Your other selves are not technically real. They do exist to an extent, but it's not really you. You are here current in this reality, in this 3D world, this 3D Earth. So, when it comes to energizing, they, they use, of course, black magic and voodoo. So, and it's not just black magic and voodoo. They can also use white magic. They could use sorcery, wizardry, same difference. They could also use technology in these alternate universes. But the whole point is that in these separate areas, such as when we're talking about about universe A, B, C, D, E, and so on and so forth, okay? They're not using all these universes at the same time right away. They go into universe A. And with universe A, the first alternate universe, they're going to power that one up. Now, in order for them to even start doing things like this. How do they even get to these alternate universes to begin with? Well, you have to go into the spirit realm. Now, can you do it with your physical body? Sure. But usually, they'll use astral projection to go into the spirit realm and start going into these alternate universes. And of course, as we've talked about, using astral projection is very wrong. It is not good to do at all. 
we have a separate spirit, separate soul, and separate body. Our soul stays in our body, so that way our soul connects to our spirit. Now, when it comes to how they want to transact something here, as well as the other universe. That's why they'll also perform rituals. Either blood or sex rituals. Because it also opens up portal access points to different dimensions and universes. So that's why a lot of the times you'll see the satanic elite, which are the puppets, you'll see that's why they don't care as much. Because of what they believe they're able to do and how they believe they're able to get away with it. And of course no one can get away with doing evil for so long. The bloodlines have for an extended period of time, but their time is almost up. Now, so when we see what the enemy does, they just like anyone, have to worship something. Why? Because it is the design of us where we must worship something. It's just inherent in us. We can't escape it. There's no reason to escape it. But as you see people worship one thing or another, they can worship Yeshua, God, they can worship themselves, they can worship others, they can worship Satan, they can worship nature, anything. People will always worship something. And so... That's why Bill talks about how this has started out basically as part of the worship of the star god Cirrus, which is yeah, the Egyptian version of the devil, also known as Set. Okay. So they have to perform a ritual and worship through the ritual to transact into going into these alternate universes. And so they have to do it in an evil way to unlock these universes.
Now, when they go into these other universes, they're going to act in an evil way even more because they need to power up what they're doing. But we're going to take a quick break, come right back, and we'll finish up archaeometry. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everyone. We're going to finish up on archaeometry. But before we finish that up, I want to let you know, when I, in the first season, when I talked about stocks to invest in, some being a little more than others, but a good deal of them to invest into that is just very minute, very, very minute. Pull all your funds out now. If you haven't, do it. And whatever hit you take, take it. Take as much out as you're able to. So that way, you're then able to put it towards precious metals. Because the system is going to collapse very soon. I don't have a date. I'm not going to give a date. But if you want a date, this year or next year is what we're looking at. But to get back into archaeometry, okay? So a lot of people think that you can just make yourself out there seem popular. And that you can provide a certain emotional feeling to people. And you can to an extent, but to the extent of how people think that celebrities and politicians and business owners and what have you, you know, the elite, the satanic bloodlines and their puppets. The ones that just don't see it because they don't want to do the research. Or those that just are not indoctrinated that still don't see it. They think so primitively that they automatically assume, based upon what they've been taught, it's already reality. Well, as we all know, can't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, you still will have the marketing techniques of plastering yourself out there. As well as doing some work yourself as well. 
doing all these things that they say that you need to do in order to be successful is not at all how they do it. So I'm not going to get into the discussion of how they use witchcraft and sorcery and wizardry and such to amplify their frequency in the physical or how they scan brains of the artists to create tracts, songs, albums, or such. Nothing like that. Because everyone is pretty much aware of that. However, The elite are usually those born from the bloodlines that have grown up around them that didn't come from about the world, from different parts of the world. Those that have come from different parts of the world, you know, they'll get involved, of course, and do some of the evil things, but not too in a further extent that the that the puppets the ones that grew up with the bloodlines they're not going to teach them about archaeometry <laughs> they have to fight their way to the top that's how it works so with that being said Yes, the individual who comes back invariably will have amped up their power by a whole order of magnitude. And so it's them using a star or stars and planets and portal access points dimensions, and such, alternate universes, they take these things and they use in various forms. You'll find that they either use their words Usually they have to speak words, but other times they can as they'll associate other things like with a staff or a wand or an orb. Or some physical item. But there's always a sacrifice needed to perform these things. Something has to be given to receive it. And it's always in the form of stealing, killing, and destroying. 
in one of those three forms. You have to steal, kill, or destroy someone else to receive this. And that's how it works. And a lot of the times these people, they just, they don't see that it is extremely evil, wise, cruel beings. They don't, they don't see it because that's not what they're looking at. They're looking at themselves as to what they can receive and not care about anything else that happens whatsoever. And that's why people will be the way that they're going to be. Unless they follow the Lord. And they use this ability to amplify themselves. To make them look good and wholesome to the public. When they really aren't. And another reason they'll use archaeometry is, for example, when you see people suddenly die, you know, those that are plastered all over the media, and then they just suddenly die. They'll use archaeometry to propel their image further into the people. But I want to thank you all, and I appreciate you all, for listening into this awesome content, because you deserve to know how the enemy thinks and acts, why they do it. So we are going to cover, in our next session, Control of Resources. And then we'll go over seduction of monarchs or leaders, which is essentially monarch mind control. Indoctrination of children, control of the opposition, 991 rule. Create idolatry through covetousness. Traumatize love to seek pleasure. Use fear to control hope. Allow battles to be lost to win the war. Ungodly spiritual powers. Compartmentalize the process. Rebellion equals theft. Hide in plain sight. That is what we have left, and until then, stay tuned. We'll see you then.